This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 862, How to Break Hearts and Risk Losing Everything, part one, by Mark Manson of markmanson.net, and I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator. This is where I read to you just like an audiobook, usually from blogs, but sometimes from books. Today's post coming from Mark Manson, who has a book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving AF. I've seen it in airports around the country, and it's very highly reviewed, so that's worth checking out. And now let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. How to Break Hearts and Risk Losing Everything, Part 1, by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. When I was young, anytime my family got a new VCR or stereo, I would press every button, plug and unplug every cord and cable just to see what everything did. With time, I learned how it all worked. And because I knew how it all worked, I was often the only person in the house who would use the stuff. Like many millennial children, my parents looked on as if I were some sort of prodigy. To them, the fact that I could program the VCR without looking at the instruction manual made me the second coming of Tesla. They would shake their heads and guffaw and say, how do you use that thing? And I'd just kind of shrug and not really understand the question. There are buttons. You press them and see what happens. Eventually, you learn to press the right ones. It's easy to look back at my parents' generation and chuckle at their technophobia, but the further I get into adulthood, the more I realize that we all have areas of our lives where we're like my parents with the new VCR. We sit and stare and shake our heads and say, but how? When really it's as simple as just doing it. I get emails from people asking questions like this all the time. And for many years, I never knew what to say to them. There's the girl whose parents are immigrants and saved for their whole lives to put her through med school. But now she's in med school and she hates it and doesn't wanna spend her life as a doctor and wants to drop out more than anything. She feels stuck, so stuck that she ends up emailing a stranger on the internet and asking him a silly and obvious question like, how do I drop out of med school? Or the college guy who has a crush on his tutor, who is a grad student, and he can't possibly imagine crossing those invisible boundaries that lay between them. So he agonizes over every sign, every laugh, every smile, every diversion into small talk, and emails me a 28-page novella that concludes with the obvious and silly question, how do I ask her out? Or the single mother whose kids have dropped out of school and they're loafing around on her couch, eating her food, spending her money, not respecting her space or her desire for privacy. She wants them to move on with their lives. She wants to move on with her life. Yet she's scared to death of pushing her children away, scared to the point of asking, how do I ask them to move out? These are VCR questions. From the outside, the answer is simple. Just shut up and do it. But from the inside, from the perspectives of each of these people, these questions feel impossibly complex and opaque. Existential riddles wrapped in enigmas, packed in a KFC bucket full of Rubik's cubes. VCR questions are funny because they appear difficult to anyone who has them, and they appear easy to anyone who does not. The problem here is our emotions. Filling out the appropriate paperwork to drop out of med school is a straightforward and obvious action. Breaking your parents' hearts is not. Asking a tutor out on a date is as simple as saying the words, but risking intense embarrassment and rejection feels far more complicated. Asking someone to move out of your house is a clear decision, but feeling as if you're abandoning your own children is not. I struggled with social anxiety throughout much of my adolescence and young adult life. I spent most of my days distracting myself with video games and most of my nights either drinking or smoking away my uneasiness. 
For many years, the thought of speaking to a stranger, especially if that stranger happened to be particularly attractive or interesting or popular or smart, felt impossible to me. I walked around in a daze for years asking dumb VCR questions to myself. How? How do you just walk up and talk to a person? How can somebody just do that? I had all sorts of screwed up beliefs about this, like you weren't allowed to speak to someone unless you had some practical reason to, or that women would think I was a creepy rapist if I so much as said hello. The problem was that my emotions defined my reality. Because it felt like people didn't want to talk to me, I came to believe that people didn't want to talk to me. And thus, my VCR question, how do you talk to somebody? Because I failed to separate what I felt from what was, I was incapable of stepping outside of myself and seeing the world for what it was a simple place where two people can walk up to each other at any time and speak. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled How to Break Hearts and Risk Losing Everything by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. And I'll leave it there for today. I hope you're having a great start to your weekend and I'll see you in tomorrow's show where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.